All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, and participate in the conversation by commenting down below and upvoting the video itself. Also, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's the way... That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. I'm here with John Garcia. We're going to do a little recruiting roundup um, with the huge Ole Miss versus Alabama game coming up this weekend. How you doing, John? I'm doing well, Stephen. Not as well as the uh, the recruiting staff there at Ole Miss. They, they got to be pretty fired up about this weekend. Yeah, they're trending in a pretty pretty great way right now, and I don't know if that gets as enough credit as it does, as it should, because of the numbers at this point. But by mid December, this could look quite differently. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's amazing the difference a few months makes, right? Initially, looking at this twenty three class, it looked like it was going to be a bit of a smaller group that again is supplemented by. Mr. Portal King himself, right? Lane Kiffin mm-hmm. through the transfer portal. And we still will likely see a lot of portal activity just because it's it's just a part of the, the new normal in college football recruiting. But I do think this class has an opportunity, Stephen, to be a little bit more conventional, maybe be like a 20-man high school class where, again, a few weeks ago, even a few months ago, we thought it would be, you know, in, in the low teens, maybe 15 at the cap. Uh, it looks like there's room for some more you know future rebels from the high school ranks uh, traditionally speaking do you think that has anything to do with the 25 going away and just being on the 85 now i think that has something to do with it i think the success of the current transfers has something to do with it maybe there's not as much expected uh turnover and a lot of the guys that the rebels targeted last offseason had multiple years of eligibility remaining. So I think all of those things factor in to maybe a more conventional recruiting class, uh, at least uh, closer to that uh, as as we were uh, compared to last year. All right. Let's move on to this weekend. Ole Miss and Alabama, huge game. They've completely sold out the recruiting section. There's not a ticket in sight for anybody that wants to go to the game. You can't get into this game. Who are the big names that we're paying attention to in this game? Well, first of all, a lot of Rebel commits are coming back to campus. Every single time we talk recruiting, I can't stress how important that part of it is because the flip game, flip season is is really here in college football recruiting. So if your recruits aren't visiting your school for a big home game, they're probably visiting your rival or another school that's going to try to poach them. So Marcel Reed, Daniel Demery, some of these big-time Rebel commitments coming back to campus, Aiden Williams, Sunterine Perkins, that's a huge deal uh, for Lane Kiffin and company. So that's kind of the first box to check. And then the second one to me is is the official visitor slate. There's a, a few very key uncommitted recruits, particularly on offense, that are slated to check out Oxford. Caden uh, Lee, SI99 wide receiver, slot receiver, uh, just an elite prospect out of Georgia that has had Ole Miss near the top of his recruitment for what feels like an entire year. He's slated to be back on campus uh, for 48 hours on Ole Miss's dime. I think that's a big deal. Oklahoma, South Carolina, UCF, the primary competition there. And I think, again, offensively, Ole Miss on the field uh, has shown a lot compared to some of those schools to this point. So you wonder if this could be maybe a deal-sealing weekend for Caden Lee. 
And then a little bit more of, of, of a head-to-head battle uh, in terms of the next recruit I'm talking about, Chris Johnson, visiting Ole Miss, the South Florida prospect. Uh, he's a receiver. He's a running back. He's a returner, kind of a do-it-all athlete with great top-end speed. This one's 50-50. It is, it is Ole Miss, and it is Miami, the local school for Johnson. And Johnson went on the record preseason, Stephen, and said, hey, I really want to see what Miami looks like in 2022 before I start to – make progress in the recruiting process and obviously things have not gone as planned in coral gables and then conversely Ole miss has run the ball about as well as anybody with some variants different style of running backs all fit this lane kiffin offense this charlie weiss jr offense so i think that's something that's been advantageous for Ole miss in its pursuit of chris johnson so i think this is a huge visit for both parties and and looking across the pond to, to miami They've offered a few new running backs in the 2023 class. And to me, that says the confidence in Ole Miss potentially landing Chris Johnson is growing here as, as time rolls on. Yeah, and if you move the calendar on to 2024, this is a pretty good be- weekend for those guys as well, right? Absolutely. Starts at the quarterback position. Uh, I think arguably the top two guys that we're tracking the most relative to Ole Miss. It's Walker White and Davi Belfort. Both guys have Ole Miss in their top groups. Both guys have been to Oxford on multiple occasions, and they're both slated to come back uh, this weekend unofficially to, to watch this Ole Miss-Alabama game. Reminds me a little bit of, of having Marcel Reed and Jaden Rashada visit the same weekend uh, in the offseason, where it's like, we're, we're going to grab one of these two, just a matter of who. It could be that type of scenario with Walker White and, and Belfort. And again, last time we talked about White, uh, we were curious to see if the main competitor, which we felt like was Alabama, would add a verbal commitment at quarterback for that 24 class. They did end up landing Julian Sand out of California. So the opportunity for Ole Miss uh, is a little bit more easily presented towards Walker White. Uh, Belfort, he's got a top seven, a lot of schools involved uh, with him. So big for Ole Miss to get him back on campus to reemphasize his status on the Rebel recruiting board. So big at quarterback, but there's top underclassmen at a bunch of positions uh, slated to come to this game. Anquan Fagan's an elite young defensive back from Alabama. Uh, Boo Carter, a running back uh, from Tennessee. Ryan Wingo, maybe the top 2024 wide receiver, is also slated to check out Oxford. So in just about every class, Stephen, this is a huge opportunity for Ole Miss, not only on the field, which – kind of speaks for itself but in recruiting in terms of getting that in-person impression with some of these kids particularly the young ones where you don't have as much opportunity to recruit them like you do the seniors pretty big deal for Ole Miss in an all-encompassing weekend yeah it's absolutely huge weekend let's go back to 2023 a little bit and who might be the next person that Ole Miss needs to keep an eye on you mentioned Caden Lee official visit Christopher Johnson official visit what does the next commit for the 2023 class look like? Yeah, I, I'm looking on the offensive side of the ball for sure. I think those two official visitors are absolutely candidates to be potentially the next ones on board. Uh, for a non-visitor, a kid who visited a few weeks ago, I'm keeping an eye on Kendrick Riscano, the running back from Texas. Uh, he was committed to Michigan State when he took his Ole Miss official, and, and right after that, decommitted from Michigan State and and the word is that he wants to make a decision sooner rather than later. Uh, Oklahoma State looks like it's emerging as a primary competitor 
to Ole Miss for Riscano. Texas A&M had been flirting with him a little bit as well. But uh, as of this morning, no offer yet from Jimbo Fisher and company. So if he wants to decide sooner and the allure of SEC ball and this running game stands true, uh, I think Riscano could be next on board for the Rebels. Yeah, and that would be a good get as well because he's a lot like Quinshawn Judkins. He has that elite lateral movement when you see him go side to side. Um, it, whenever you watch his video, you're impressed by that. They're, let's say that Ole Miss coaching staff has a type. That that that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, running so, back's going to be settled here too. It seems like with Riscano, Chris Johnson, uh, they're going to figure out a running back. Dante Dowdle, the in-state star, he's still out there, even though he's committed to Oregon. So it looks like running back's going to be a part of, of of a nice close for Ole Miss. Yeah, absolutely. And we have hit Flipmas. This is the flip season that you talked about earlier in the year, and we've started that. Who are the flip candidates that Ole Miss fans can look at um, as a potential Ole Miss commit that might be committed elsewhere at the moment? Yeah, you know, I think Dowdle, again, in-state, you know, top running back in the state of Mississippi. He's been committed to Oregon since the offseason, but now he's starting to take other visits and pull in additional scholarship offers. Texas A&M just offered him. He's talking about visiting uh, Tennessee, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State down the home stretch. Uh, so naturally, again, going back to the on-field product, Ole Miss is running it as well as anybody, and he's a big physical back. So I think that's something that could uh, allure him in potentially staying home. And then this weekend, there's a couple of visitors that are committed to other schools that are very interesting and then geographically close to Oxford. Dakari Nelson is a safety from Selma, Alabama, currently committed to Penn State. Um, there's been a lot of pull since that point for him to stay closer to home in SEC country. Uh, so naturally, you know, Ole Miss a little bit closer to home in that regard. He's expected on campus this weekend. And then you can never have enough beef up front. Kobe Keenum is a Huntsville, Alabama prospect, has been committed to Kentucky for quite some time, uh, but he's expected to visit Ole Miss this weekend as well. So like you said, the uh, flip miss is here. We're already seeing some big flips go down across college football, and we think Ole Miss is going to play a part in that here going forward. Jamel Johnson's another I should bring up. Uh, not a traditional flip because he just decommitted from Texas, but Ole Miss hosted him for an official visit earlier this year, too, while he was still committed uh, to Steve Sarkeesian and company. And since he backed off, a lot of buzz uh, has been towards uh, the Ole Miss uh, red, white, and blue there. So, again, uh, this class looks like it's going to close very well on the Ole Miss front. Heavy on offense, but there's going to be some uh, defensive additions down the stretch, and, and maybe Johnson becomes the most likely on that side of the ball. And the 2020-24 quarterbacks, Michael White and I think the kid from Arizona, I forget his name. Uh, what is the timeline for them making a decision, do you think? White appears like he's a little bit closer towards pulling the trigger. There's been a lot of 2024 QBs coming off the board, and he's one of the next two or three up just in terms of uh, the, the hottest recruits, the most coveted quarterbacks in that 2024 class. Uh, so I do think he's going to start to accelerate the process, but he has said he's not going to do it conventionally in that he's going to announce a top five, then a top three, and then come out with a commitment. It will just kind of go from zero to 100 with Walker white. And he'll just commit typically around the end of, of this season. This year is the window that I think uh, he's looking at. So again, having him visiting Ole Miss this weekend for this game after being in Oxford so many times uh, earlier this year, I think it's very good news uh, for the Rebels. I think he comes off the board 
before Belfort comes off the board, uh, maybe early into next year. But he's getting closer to narrowing things further as well. He's got a top seven, but really it feels more condensed than those seven schools that he listed. Uh, Ole Miss, Michigan State, uh, a couple of the schools that feel really good at this time. Florida's in there as well for Belfort. So I think he lets some of these other chips fall, these other QB dominoes, and then he comes off the board uh, maybe late this year, early next year. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. John, thank you so much as always. I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Hopefully we might, maybe we'll have some news after this weekend. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. If so, we'll we'll, uh, we'll enjoy being on this show with you, Stephen. Always enjoy the weekend, uh, and we'll see you soon. All right. Take care, bud.